Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. Deliberate creation, what's that all about? In this episode, we're going to take a look at one of the key assumptions you need to have to be an effective deliberate creator. Deliberate creation, your ability to consciously and intentionally co-create with the universe or the unified field to bring about desired outcomes in a future moment, basically rests on the premise that you can influence your reality, that you can influence your future. You really have to first sense or know that you can influence your reality before you're able to perceive and interpret that power of influence that you have accurately, before you're able to recognize, register those signals from the field, those signals in your environment that are letting you know that yes, you are in fact having an impact on your outcomes. If you don't believe you can affect your reality, that you can influence your future, you won't be able to see the data that shows you that you are in fact affecting and influencing and altering the outcomes that you are experiencing in your life. Your beliefs and your worldview are always there mediating how you understand, how you're making sense of the signals that you're perceiving moment after moment and are translating to be your experience of reality. So you need to have these beliefs in place that allow you to interpret the data in your environment, the data that's showing up as the experiences that you're having accurately, accurately recognizing and registering the impact and effect that you're having, you know, day in and day out. To really be able to accept the beliefs that allow you to recognize this natural ability you have to co-create with the quantum field or universal intelligence to attract your desires, to be able to affect and influence your physical experiences with your intention energy and then, you know, to effectively and consistently experience these co-creative outcomes, you have to have certain underlying assumptions. The way that we perceive reality, the way that our nervous system and energy field take in the data from our environment that we then make sense of requires us to have certain beliefs in place so that we are making accurate interpretations and we're making accurate predictions and we're, you know, making accurate inferences and the like. So all of that ability to translate, metabolize, understand the signals of your reality are framed and informed by the beliefs that you hold. So you need to have specific kinds of assumptions to be able to understand that, yes, you are in fact impacting your outcomes. These underlying assumptions about the nature of reality and the nature of your being are what allow you to accept and integrate resonant beliefs about your co-creative power, beliefs that affirm that you do have impact, that you do have influence, that you do have 
this power to co-create with universal intelligence. It's from those integrated resonant beliefs that you can go on that journey of manifestation, that you can go on that you know process of setting an intention and going through the journey, the manifestation journey, and live out consciously your ability to attract and manifest the things that you desire with predictability and consistency. Now, one of those key assumptions, and it's a really important one, is that consciousness is primary, that consciousness is fundamental. This is what I would call a master construct, an umbrella belief or a high-level assumption that a lot of other assumptions or sub-beliefs are organized within. Consciousness, your consciousness, precedes all other levels of embodied reality. Your consciousness comes before psychology. It comes before physics. It comes before chemistry. It comes before biology. In this worldview, you accept an order of reality flow where consciousness comes before or precedes all layers and all levels of embodied experience in the manifested world. In doing that, you allow yourself to accept and integrate beliefs, various beliefs that say that mind and matter are deeply connected, that they're not separate, that mind can actually actively influence or alter matter, that mind can influence all of those other levels of material reality. You know, mind can influence beliefs, it can influence physics in the world of subatomic particles, it can influence chemistry, and it can influence biology. This is the deliberate creator's worldview in a nutshell, and what allows a deliberate creator to be effective at co-creating and manifesting desired or intended outcomes. This understanding that consciousness comes first, that all other reality layers arise from consciousness, that it is consciousness that gives rise to them and that animates them, puts this higher ordered state or quality of being that we call consciousness in a causal position. When you've integrated the worldview that all manifested outcomes in physical reality, that physical reality itself or embodied reality itself is the effect of consciousness or that it is a reflection of consciousness, you've entered into an empowered, more life-rich, more expanded territory of being that endows you as a being of consciousness with the ability to impact your outcomes, your results, your life experiences. When you've integrated this worldview, this understanding that says consciousness is primary, that consciousness comes before all, you've gained this way of perceiving and experiencing reality that puts consciousness at cause always, regardless of what's showing up or what's arising. You recognize that whatever it is is emerging out of or has come from consciousness, has come from the unified field, has come from the quantum field. These are all different ways that different schools of thought point to this foundational level of reality. And as a deliberate creator, as someone who wants to 
co-creatively bring about desired experiences as someone who wants to engage in that ability to dialogue with the field and bring about intended outcomes you really want to measure the level of acceptance and integration you have around this assumption this sort of master construct now your prevailing worldview anybody's prevailing worldview typically comes from culture it's a presupposition that's present in just about everything you're taught both educationally in childhood and beyond and in your social relationships in your upbringing in your development within your culture you adopt key assumptions about the nature of reality about the nature of your being and you know the way the world works how you work how life happens and so on all of these key assumptions are sort of subconsciously transmitted in just about everything that you learn so within whatever cultural environment you developed in you've developed by integrating and living from these kinds of key assumptions that informed the internal representations you hold about how life works and how you work and what your nature is and what the nature of reality is and so on now there are cultures whose worldview already includes the primacy of consciousness and in these cultures experiencing the non-linear territories of consciousness and the effects of being expanded into those non-linear reality levels or terrains is a normal or expected part of embodied life it's just a part of the way that that individual understands who they are and what life is about and how the world works and so on and so forth for individuals that grow up with that assumption that consciousness is primary these sort of non-ordinary experiences that for people in western culture for instance may seem you know beyond ordinary and the like are perfectly normal are seen as perfectly ordinary so the worldview you hold will really determine not only the streams of information you pick up on and accept from the quantum field but also how you make sense of or what you make those signals or streams of information mean your worldview informs how you go about getting the results of your life if you recognize that you are consciousness affecting and influencing matter your experience of reality is significantly different than if you were someone who believed that you are matter affecting matter when you have a world view that puts consciousness first you've inherently allowed yourself to have access to flows of information that are non-linear and higher dimensional they're beyond space-time they they're beyond the third dimensional experience that you know you have in your day-to-day life these higher dimensional flows of information you access are as i said beyond ordinary space-time they are prior to and transcend the material world when you put consciousness first and start operating from that assumption you can expand to have what i call a top-down view 
of reality. You can have access to the flow of reality as, em- as it emerges in the higher dimensional fields of consciousness and is organized and refined before it enters the domain or dimensions of space-time that are perceivable to you through your five senses. You're connected to or have access to numerous probable events or potentialities when you've integrated and are operating from that premise that says consciousness comes first. When you don't put consciousness first, when you, you know, live your experiences as though consciousness is an effect of physicality and the like, you really only access what I call a bottom-up view of reality. You only have access to the material or manifested realm, the known things, and, you know, the place where how things appear to unfold within this space-time dimension. Anything beyond the visible manifested world and the known well-formed paths of how things happen and how things are done, how things have been done, you know, all of that familiar known stuff is all that's in your view. The knowledge, the information, the tools, the resources, the pathways that you pursue is sort of the, you know, well-worn paths. There's little room for creative, expanded, innovative type of expression and experience. Your view, access, and range of options are much more limited or restricted than when you are in that worldview that puts consciousness first. Recognizing and integrating the primacy of consciousness really expands your options and choice in life, in all areas of life. It opens up your capacity for lasting empowerment to be a co-creative participator in your reality and future outcomes is an empowered and empowering experience to recognize that you have the power to continually affect and influence and impact the outcomes in your future. You know, physically, psychologically, biologically, biochemically, you name it in every area of your life that you have this power to continually affect, impact, and influence your outcomes is an empowering place to be. The, this worldview that consciousness is primary, integrating that belief or assumption, really expands your perceptual access. It expands your horizon of perception, if you will. It allows you to be effective at co-creation because you have access to a higher, more expanded perspective, a zoomed out view of reality flows, of timeline flows, and the higher ordered orchestration of events as they come into the dimension of space-time. So you you have like a preview (laughs) of the things to come on an ongoing basis. The ability to again and again witness your co-creative power at work in every area of your life your health, your relationships, your career, you name it, to recognize that no matter what, you have this ability to intend for specific types of outcomes and then experience them in a future moment. 
is truly empowering. You have access to guidance from universal intelligence because that very nature of putting consciousness first allows you to reside in states of being that are of a higher vibration. That putting consciousness first where that worldview, where that perspective, where that belief system calibrates is at a level of vibration or at a level of frequency that's more readily receptive to the signals from universal intelligence or the quantum field. Along with your ground level experiential view, when you've integrated this perspective, you have a higher level expanded view. You're more informed, you're more guided, and you're much better equipped at navigating the downward flow of manifestation in a way that allows you to ensure that the outcome that ends up manifesting, the outcome that ends up emerging into the space-time domain is in fact what you desire. You are participatorily engaged in that downward flow of manifestation from the higher dimensions of the quantum field into the physical domain of space-time. This expanded view is also the position of observation that I've talked about in previous episodes on, you know, the power of your ideas and the episode on your mental models. This is the expanded view that allows you to access and observe your existing psychological and behavioral programs much more easily. The reason that you can alter your belief system, the reason that you can remove unresourceful subconscious programs, unresourceful behavioral programs, and condition and program yourself into more empowered, more resourceful, more effective belief and behavioral programs is because consciousness is primary. Consciousness, the consciousness that you are, the consciousness that is universal intelligence, is the quantum field, is the universal field, that is prior to these levels of mind and behavior. From this vantage point you have, you gain an expanded view of your different layers of being in a way that lets you access, observe, influence, or transform the realm of your mind, the realm of your emotion, the realm of your behaviors and the like. So placing consciousness as primary, seeing it as fundamental, really gives you much more leverage in what you're able to bring about for yourself on many levels and for your experiences in life. You can actually right now assess what your current level of integration is as far as this essential assumption is concerned. Take the phrase, for instance, or or play with the statement, my mind. You know, say that to yourself, my mind. And notice where you're positioning that me in that statement. When you reference your mind in that way, when you say something like my mind, are you in your own frame of reference? Are you an effect of your mind or are you prior to it? You know, what is the relationship that's there? Are you speaking as the consciousness that precedes all other layers of being? Are you prior to the very mind that you're observing? Or are you speaking from a more bottom-up vantage point where 
mind is something that's happening to you. The, the process of mind is, is something that's happening to you. So notice that. Notice where the causal position is in that reference, in that simple reference, in that simple statement, my mind. There are subtleties in how you relate to yourself and your world. There are subtle changes when you're operating from a worldview that consciousness is primary. The work of updating your worldview is really about exposing yourself to new maps. The work of measuring what your worldview is, what your integrated worldview is, is about exposing yourself to new information, to other worldviews, to worldviews that represent or reflect the level of empowerment that you desire to have. Now, particularly for anyone who is, you know, playing with their ability to co-create with the field, to co-create with the universe, that's definitely something you want to challenge, but because this, this ability to own your ability to impact and influence your outcomes rests on your understanding that yes you can in fact do that it it rests on that integrated feeling that integrated knowing that says yes I because of my nature have the ability to co-creatively bring about specific outcomes that I've intended to experience Now, for me, it was non-dual teachings that allowed me to shift my understanding on the order of reality. It was when I made that shift, when I, you know, learned about this idea that actually that the the physical world that we experience is secondary and that there's a, a primary world, a world that precedes or comes before this one, the world of intelligence and energy and awareness and information flow that is beyond space-time it was when I made that shift when I really integrated that understanding that consciousness was primary that I started to actively consciously notice observe and perceive the influence and effect I was actually having in my experiences and outcomes it was the understanding that allowed me to have a much deeper understanding of why co-creation and you know the process of setting intentions and going on that journey of manifestation works it made the science of these processes much more evident much more obvious because i had the filters now in place to be able to understand to be able to cognize to be able to recognize what i was seeing whereas prior to integrating these beliefs I didn't have a sense-making apparatus, psychological apparatus in place to be able to understand what I was experiencing. When you don't have this type of worldview, you will most likely dismiss, ignore, or altogether not pick up on the recognizable and observable data that's there showing you that yes, you are having this co-creative dialogue with the unified field, that you are having this co-creative effect, that you are a participator in your outcomes, that you have participatory influence in the flows of events that you experience. So it was a valuable shift in paradigm, a paradigm shift to step into that made it easier, much easier to understand, to digest, to metabolize 
my co-creative power in life. You know, integrating this kind of understanding really moves you into a kind of, oh, of course, that's why all of this works position. This, This just firmer, trusting, more deeply stable understanding that you have effect, that you have impact, that you have influence in your reality. And that's a great place to be. That's a great place for a deliberate creator to be. Having a worldview that allows you to understand the process in turn allows you to trust the process because you understand the why of why it all works. And that is a pretty fantastic place to be. If you're enjoying the Cadest Own podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.